the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. After witnessing spectacular miracles and being delivered out of slavery in Egypt, the Israelites still had the nerve to grumble and complain against God. As we look around today, it's easy to see how much America mirrors Old Testament Israel, isn't it? How many times has God answered our prayers, only to find us complaining soon after, right? (laughs) This is Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stand from Grace Bible Church in Hayward. Join us today, won't you? Here's Pastor Jesse as we begin our study here today on Way of Grace. Really what we're dealing with is them being fixated on their enemy and failing to actually stay stuck on the promises of God. So this is why we see under point number two, giant grapes second. I thank you for that, Lord. You allow the children of Israel to go to the top of, of, the, uh, of, the, of the mountain to see the enemy. And they saw them. If you guys remember the account, they gave the name of all of the nations as they're making their way up there. So they saw some of the Amalekites and the Hittites and the Jebusites. They saw them as they were meandering their way through. And then they finally see the Anakin. What are, what are they seeing? They're seeing the formidable challenge they're going to have of uprooting those people out of the land so they can establish the promises that God has called them to. They saw that, right? Now, what does that do for you? Does that cause you now to so magnify your enemy that you can't actually do what God has called you to do? Or does that simply say to you, okay, I know that if I'm going to obtain the promise that God has given me, God's going to have to fight for me. God's going to have to join me in this battle. God's going to have to be faithful to me as I am seeking to be faithful to him in order to get the job done. Am I making some sense? It's extremely important for you and I to get that. So under point number two, return and tell what you see. And that is really an application I want you to grasp. In this world where fake news and false news and propaganda and distortion of the truth that's going on, stop being part of it. Don't be part of it. Don't be part of it. You don't have to listen why you don't have to impress anybody. Okay, so you, you think you know something other people don't know. You probably don't. But let's say you do. Let's say you know something nobody else knows because you and a group of, you know, engineers and scientists and mystics have, have figured out the matrix and you got all kind of ideas. Why don't you just do the integral integral thing of test it first before you propagate it? Because that's what they do. They toss it out there because they want every unhinged mind to latch hold to some of these stupid schemes and just get lost in the wind. And Christians are often going down that route. Why would anybody believe that you are sound in the faith 
when half of what you talk about can be easily disproven by just a little bit of research. Am I making some sense? No, the thing you want to be certain about is Jesus. You want to be certain about is the word of God. You want to be certain about the gospel. You want to be certain about the grace of God. You want to be certain about sin and redemption and atonement. You want to be certain about sanctification. You want to be certain about glory. Because at the end of the day, what men and women really need is a savior. You want to be certain that the person's problem is not just some peripheral, phenotypical expression or struggle that they're having. Their real core problem is they are disconnected from God and they need a savior. You want to be able to persuade them if you start with God, then the rest of the stuff can be fixed by and by. It won't necessarily be fixed in this life, but God will help you get down the road, which you're crazy, once you submit yourself to the crown rights of Jesus. See, and when people are really ready for God, that's what they want to hear. They don't want to hear some weird, bizarre ideas that really only a handful of kooks are hanging out with. Am I making some sense? Right, and this is what makes what's going on in our account so apropos, because in a moment, you know, God's getting ready to come into this conversation again. So they see the grapes. It's a beautiful thing. Look at verse 13. And of course, this is definitely what we're going to, uh, uh, verse 23, we're going to unpack this a little later. And they came unto the brook of Eskel and cut down from thence a branch with one cluster of grapes. And they bear it between two upon a staff and they brought of the pomegranates and of the figs. Now the place was called the brook of Eskel because of the what? Cluster of grapes, which the children of Israel did cut down from thence. And they, and they went back to the land and they were showing this. This is the whole account in, in chapter uh, 13. If you go with me over into chapter 13, starting at verse 29, where they were talking after they made the statement, nevertheless, the people be strong and dwell in a land with walled cities, very great. Verse 29, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast. We're surrounded. Can you tell that's the way they're talking? You got enemies over here. You got enemies over there. You got enemies over here. You got enemies over there. God did not send that legacy media in there to come back with that report. But here they are coming back with fear. Here they are coming back with doubt. Here they are taking a microbial virus, which can't be seen with the naked eye. And blowing that thing up so big and having to turn around in circles on your news media. This, this giant thing with all these tentacles coming out at you. Scaring you to death. And if you had paid attention to just your middle school biology, you would know that we're dealing with trillions of viruses. They are 90% of them, 99% of them are good for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? And he gave you an amazing immune system to deal with the rest of those foods. Y'all keeping up with me? The enemy always uses the same tactics. Blow it up. 
This is why the end of the text, when they were reading, which just really Caleb was done with it. Caleb, I mean, Caleb was done. Well, look at it, verse 10. This is brother Caleb. Caleb, now Caleb is old. And here's what he said. Caleb, nope, sorry, Caleb is not old yet. This is when we get to the end of the 40 years. Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once. I get the picture. Here, the legacy media news outlet, you got your, 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 um, your, your, your male sitting up there with a suit on and a tie talking very proper about the enemy. And then you got your female on the other side. You know, you got to have both of them, right? And then you got a brother that just breaks in in front of the camera. Hey, stop this. The, no, not, this is not the narrative. We got a better story than this. Y'all come on, we can take this place. Now, which one is right, fear or faith? You see what I'm getting at here? I love God's narrative. Caleb said, still the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Now, what you're dealing with are two opposing narratives. You're dealing with two opposing narratives. They cannot be harmonized. They cannot be correlated. One is telling the truth and the other one is lying. Is that true? So the law of non-contradiction as a, as a logical principle is in play. I have to just share that with you because I know what the enemy is doing to most people. He's destroying your capacity for coherent thinking and reasoning through. If one person gives a proposition that is diametrically opposed to another proposition so that neither of those propositions can have a legitimate overlap or correlation in terms of their proposition, one has to be viewed as true. The other one has to be viewed as false, right? If they don't have some kind of correlating underlying principle, one is true and one is false. Now, both of those propositions can mutually exclude each other. And the persons that are sharing them can fall under a larger category of either one is telling the truth or the other one is lying or they're both lying, but they can't both be telling the truth. Am I making some sense? So, you know, and this is a problem because I watched this in the Christian faith. I've been watching this for 40 years because Christians, you know, it's really wild because on the one hand, Today, we are being taught how to stay divided from each other, are we not? Right? Whites against blacks. That's the big lie that's going on right now, as you know. Right? And and it used to be men against women. That was the bigger lie in the 60s and 70s. And the church bought into all that crap too, did it not? We love buying into division because division is a money-making mechanism. It's a money-making mechanism. This is why I'm sharing a, a lot of the African stuff with you guys, because they're discovering that they've been hoodwinked for many decades. Politics loves to make money off of division. And the church should never be hoodwinked by it, but apparently we are. And so the whole idea of division for a long time was a money-making scheme. Now, today, everything is brought together. We call it androgyny. A man can be a woman, a woman can be a man. A child can be this and a child can be, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Now the categories are being divided and people are running into that. How irrational is that? A man cannot be a woman. If he could be a woman, he would be a woman and not a man. And vice versa. Am I I helping you? And you, so-called child of God, need to stand on truth. You need to stand on truth. 
You shall not buy into the unreal. The moment you do that, what you don't realize is that Jesus could have never come into the world. He was born of a woman made under the law. It wasn't a man that impregnated Jesus. He didn't drink from a chest. He drank from a breast. That'll come home in a minute. Holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, pure, unadulterated humanity, a God man redeemed us from all iniquity. And he had a real mother. See, this is the battle we're fighting. See, many of us know that this is really a theological battle we're fighting, not a political one. We know if they tear down the fundamentals of science, they can get at our theology. This is why people are so, so easily prevailed upon. Subpoint C in our second point, because I, I want to get on to our third point and, and shut it down. Great fear almost what? Great fear almost prevailed. Look at verse 12. And that happens. That's, that happens. If we're not prepared for the ba- battle, fear can get us. Y'all might as well be honest about it. Don't lie. Fear will get you if you're not prepared. I told you, this is why I said in the opening of my message to you guys, get up every day asking God to grace you to walk with you. It's not guaranteed that you're going to walk by faith on any given day. On any given day, it's not guaranteed that you're going to find your prism and lens and bifocals of faith and put them on. On any given day, you will wake up with your natural carnal eyes connected to your natural carnal heart and given over to your natural carnal propensities. Am I making some sense? And by the time you remember, you remember you are a child of God. It's eight o'clock in the evening. You done done, you done, done all kind of damage. You done jacked up all kind of stuff. Now you got to hit your knees before you go to bed. Lord, I forgot I was a child of God today. It's really true. It's really true. Am I telling the truth? Right. You can be so stupid, you'll forget your child of God until you're in the middle of your sleep and realize, I didn't even pray to God when I went to sleep. Now you got to wake up and break your, your sleep and say, Lord, forgive me. And some of us are so, you know, problematically inclined is that we can go days and weeks forgetting we're a child of God and just do stupid for a long period of time. Am I telling the truth? Now, when that's happening, that's simply called a delusion. You were diverted. You were distracted. Now you're trapped by a delusion. Some delusion has drawn you way out on the plank. Isn't God good, though, to bring you back? Isn't he good to bring you back? Good to bring you back and keep you from falling, to keep you from falling. He lets you stumble, and then he tells you, hey, 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 great fear almost prevailed. Look at this, and I love this. I should lift this up because while you and I are enjoying a narrative Uh, propositional discourse, really this is about words. We're doing it in a narrative form, but it's about words, isn't it? It's about truth and error. It's about perceptions that are right and wrong. It's about emphasis one way over against another. Is that not true? And that's what we're dealing with. So think about this. I want application to come as we go. Don't you want people in your life like Caleb? Because you're sitting around the house with a whole bunch of saints and y'all lying all over the place. And don't you want one, don't you want one of the brothers that actually got up that morning, our sisters that got up that morning praying and just interrupt that stupidity that's going on? Yeah. I know I just offended somebody right there. I don't care. 
I'm talking Christians sitting up there just going at it, building all kind of false hypotheses. Woo, boy. And then some brother comes in, man, that was stupid. What y'all talking about? Don't you know the Bible says now that Christian becomes the enemy because you were engaging in a myth. You were engaging in a fantasy. You weren't lovers of the truth in that moment. Am I telling the truth? Now, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm going to hold you. I'm going to hold you right here. Some of y'all know that you have been called to be Caleb's in a given situation. Caleb in the Hebrew means faithful dog. That means you were supposed to be God's dog. You're, you're, you are God's sheepdog to bark when you see the wolf coming. And you see the wolf coming in the midst of your friends and you don't bark. Am I making some sense? Because now everybody's going to be mad at you. But now everybody's safe, but they're mad at you. You done ran the wolf off. Now they all mad at you. Just let them be mad. Be happy the wolf is gone. If you don't want to eat, I'm going to go ahead on. Can I go ahead on and eat? I'm going to get me a plate and fix my food. Y'all looking at me all crazy with dagger eyes. And I'm thanking the Lord that he gave me grace. He gave me grace. He gave me grace to say, hey, saints, let's cut the lights on because we're walking in darkness in this place. Am I telling the truth? All right. That's what Caleb is doing. Caleb steal the people. Man, that takes a lot of power, power to steal people especially when people want to run, slow down. We can do this. Verse 31, but the men went up with him, but the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. Boy, do you see it? Um, I have seen this happen so many times among the saints, and I'm just going to share it with you. And this is what I meant earlier about you have to be intentional about cultivating your faith. Because when you don't cultivate your faith in a particular scenario or a challenge or a trial comes up, you'll be very much inclined to follow the multitude and say, we cannot do it. We cannot do it. It cannot be done. The enemy is greater than us. You see all those people out there? Man, don't nobody believe what you believe. Now you're talking unfaithfulness, aren't you? You're operating out of unbelief. It's rooted in fear. These are the 10 men that I just told you were your main media legacy outlet. CNN, MSNBC, CBS, even Fox, if you don't watch them. And all the other media outlets are lying to you. And are not promoting truth because if we start promoting truth in America, there's going to be a civil war. There's going to be a civil war if we start promoting truth. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Right, because the foundations right now are... Saints, listen to me. I thought about this the other day as I was listening to uh, one of those eloquent brothers just plainly saying no to France and no to NATO. I, I said to myself, look, if our politicians rise up and start saying no to this administration, we ain't doing that. You got to be what? Take our kids and chop them up into 50 different. No, that ain't. Are you kidding? We're not doing that. No, we're not. We would be in a civil war. This is how deceived we are right now. We are deceived even thinking that it is all right to tolerate it as a conversation. 
Am I making some sense? Right. Something's wrong. Children of God, listen to me. Something is wrong with our country. Something is wrong. And, not, and, I, and, and that's what Africa is saying. This country that is talking about freedom and prosperity, how can it be so far over the cliff to engage in these kind of absurd, irrational policies? This is what it means to have a strong delusion that you should believe a lie. And I'm warning you as a Christian, you're going to have to understand your faith will have to be mixed with courage. Your faith will have to be mixed with courage. Let me see if I can show you what I'm talking about. Go back to verse 20, like I said to you before, Numbers 13, 20. Here it is, Numbers 13, 20. Now, God said, when you go in, I want you to see what the land is. This is God talking. Whether it be fat or lean, got it? Whether there be wood therein or not, you got it? And be ye of good courage. There it is. There it is. When you come back, I want you courageous. I want you talking like Caleb and Joshua. I want you to let everybody know all 1.3 million people as you 10, you 12 have to be the ones that give them the testimony. Give them a testimony by which they can go. God told us the truth. We're on the brink of the blessing. God is with us. And when God is with us, who can be against us? Time for us to enter in to the promised land and obtain that inheritance that God promised us all along. Now, I know you're clapping and everything, but I just want you to get this. How dangerous it is to not have that kind of gift of encouragement moving you forward in your life. How dangerous it is to hang out with people who don't have courage. You are going to be stuck in your own wilderness for another 38 years. That's our text, isn't it? You guys know in the 14th chapter that God's going to shut it down. He's going to shut it down. He's going to say, okay, I spent the whole year coming to rescue you. You didn't even ask me to come get you. I spent the whole year coming to rescue you. And I used an uplifted hand and a mighty arm to show you day by day by day by day how much I love you in the person of my son. I fought the battles for you that you could not fight. And I made it that when you walked out of Egypt, they were glad that you should leave. And when you went out, you went out with spoil and wealth and goods and plunder. And now in less than two years, you're going to do me this way when I've got you all the way up to my house. We're at my house now. In fact, you're on the inside of the new home that your husband has purchased for you. And you're going to act a plain fool. Am I overdoing it? All right. I know I'm not. I just feel so bad for this generation I preach to. Right. Listen to me. The children of Israel are in promised land. They made it. We've come this far by faith. And we've entered into the house of the God 
of heaven and earth, Jehovah, who redeemed us from all iniquity. We're about to parse out a beautiful land for people who don't deserve it. And the elders are clowning yet again. Do you see it? It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, you are listening to Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stand from Grace Bible Church here in Hayward. Closing out our time together today, we invite you to reach out to us. Let us know how the program encourages you in your walk with Christ. Questions, comments, prayer requests are always welcome. You can either write to us, give us a call, or stop by our website and drop us an email. Now, the best place to go, of course, is the website. Not only will you be able to write to us via email, you'll be able to get more information about who we are, what we believe, worship times, how to get here. Grace-Bible.com is our website. Again, that's Grace-Bible.com. If you wish to give us a call, the number is 510-886-9782. That's 510-886-9782. If you're writing to us, our address is 22768 Main Street. That's 22768 Main Street. Here in Hayward, the zip code 94541. That's 22768 Main Street, Hayward, California, 94541. One final note as we close out our time today, this program is listener-supported. If you wish to partner with us, we would be more than grateful. This broadcast airs throughout the Bay Area, as well as online, impacting thousands for the sake of Christ. And that is our hope and our goal. If you'd like to partner with us along those lines, feel free to write or give us a call. No gift is too large, no gift too small, whether a one-time gift or a monthly support. You're more than welcome to reach out. We would love to partner with you as we minister the gospel of Jesus to the Bay Area and the World Wide Web. Thank you for spending time with us today. Until next time, may Christ be your way of grace. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.